2: I've been in my back for a while, I'm invincible. Story of a young boss grinding, shit critical. Calling on my bros one time, cause you special. I had some hood dreams of right rounds for my mentor. He target that I shoot is on point like a pencil. Different road change relationships, I'm so sorry. Came up from the trenches and I made it, I
0: say hardly now. Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Believe—that's that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. All righty, guys, we are back with yet another episode of the What's in Your Bag podcast presented by BetOnline. It's Right before Christmas, man, man, when we're getting ready to record this, so you know, before we get into the interview, I want to introduce our guest, man. Um, Alexis, man, how you, how you doing around this holiday season?
2: Doing good, love getting gifts, you know, so I'm
0: a giver too, but love getting the gifts for sure, for sure, for sure, man. Um, now, guys, before I get into it, man, and, and, and introduce our guest, I want to remind you guys to make sure you're liking this podcast, uh, subscribing to this podcast, giving us a five star rating, wherever you are hearing this, whether it's Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Google, wherever you get your podcast, you know, show us some love. It definitely does go a long way um, <clears throat> in getting this podcast out to the people who need to hear it. Um, so now that we got the business out of the way, definitely want to introduce our guest, man, because we have a special, special guest today. It's actually our, our first guest who isn't a, uh, a pro basketball player. So we're definitely super honored to have him on to kind of share share his perspective, share his story. Um, give you guys kind of an inside look into one of the most, you know, interesting, fascinating professions uh, outside of the game, you know. So, you know, without further ado, man, we have uh, League Fitz photographer uh, Amara Mutani on the show. We're definitely pleased to have you on, bro. And um, yeah, man, talk to the people, man. How's it going?
1: Yeah, I appreciate you. It's been going well, you know, season's been kicking off, getting busy right now, a lot of teams are are away right now, so I've been having a nice a break away from everything. But you know, I think once Christmas starts, I'll be back to back to the grind from there. For sure, for sure, man. And
0: uh, <coughs> shoot, if you guys if you guys uh, don't know about League Fits, man, definitely <coughs> like as if you guys are, are have been keeping up with what's in your bag. You know, so as you guys know, this is definitely a basketball show, but we talk a lot about fashion and, and the drip. So, you know, Amar is one of the guys who's been capturing that the whole season. So we're, we're going to get into that a little later in the, in the podcast. But first, man, I wanted to ask you, man, because I was just me, you know, researching for this podcast, um, going through your page, I, I, you know, wanted to make sure that I had this correct. You have, you know, design for IBM in your bio as well. Uh, are you still working for IBM? Like, are you still doing it? Like, how, how do you, how would you describe what is it, that that you do today? Like, as far as, you know, your occupation, how would you describe, Um, you know, I guess, what it is that you do on a day-to-day basis. Are you still working for IBM? Are you doing those simultaneously? Like, you know, how did you kind of get to to where you are today?
1: Yeah, so my current career is at IBM. I work as
0: a UX designer.
1: So I I work with a lot of, like, um, programming stuff in terms of coding. But I do more of the creative side of that. So, like, I do more of, like, the web design and mobile design. So I kind of create how sites will look like and then pass them over to people to create them. So I'm kind of like the planner in a way. Which has helped me a lot. <clears throat> and then, in regards to like my current career, like for NBA, like, you know, being creative has always been my, my passion from the start. So, you know, along with my NBA stuff, I'm able to really carry that on and, you know, use that as a passion along with other things I like. You know, I love basketball and I love fashion. And so, basketball has been a big thing for me uh, growing up. Especially like, you know, starting off by playing with, with with my grandfather and then watching my dad like watch late, like, Laker like games. I remember really watching the Laker Celtics series back in 09, 08, those years. And so, you know, that was a big memory for me. And then I think that's when I began to pick it up the sport, you know, play for the, uh, even middle school, but high school and then and yeah, then college for, you know, more so recreational purposes. Um, but, yeah, overall, I've loved the game so much. And then along the way, you know, it's weird that I went to a charter school, so we had uniforms, so you would think that someone like me would never get into fashion because of that, you know, not seeing fashion itself for, for so much of my life, but turns out, you know, just by having that creative side, and I kind of like figured it out because, you know, I use art, like, you know, other stuff like painting, photography, everything else to kind of uh, come up with ways for fashion, you know, like the, the the styles, like you know, a fit that's minimal, you know, what make colors pop. So it's all ties in the same thing. At the end of the day, it's all visual. Um, <clears throat> so then, so NBA dream for me started like last year actually. So I remember I like in October I had a little NBA anniversary party where with my friends where we kind of had a dinner. Yeah, to kind of like celebrate the year that I had with everything. So yeah, last year my first time doing it. um, well, pretty much what I did was I just stood outside the hotel because there are a few photographers, or even like not photographers, but you like team um, media people that would always kind of stay out, out the hotel, take photos of players walking out and then go through the bus. And so I'd see that, but I never took thought of anything about it. I guess, oh, it's kind of cool, you know, players with moving fits and all. And then you saw the whole way us some fashion to NBA because people we saw suits only before games. And but then I guess as time began to like move on, people were, you know, rules changed things become more flexible the whole league is different now I see coaches don't wear suits anymore either so it's like you know everybody can do whatever they want so um yeah so then last year I saw, I saw um I think it was the season rockets that were the first team that were in Dallas for the season this it started <clears throat> and so I remember seeing Kevin Porter Jr. post a picture of the hotel that he's staying at and then so from there, I was like, okay, you know what? Let me try this out because I feel like there was a lot better from that team that, you know, I respect and, and see the hustle. And I think that was the first year Galen Green was in the league too. So, so it was like younger guys that, you know, have this flair, have this energy. And then I'm like, you know what? I, I know these guys might have some crazy fit on. So, so I to go the next day to the hotel. You know, didn't know the timing, but for me, it's kind of like waited out. Um, you know, I thought I was talking about maybe leaving three hours before, four hours before. So I actually came in like five hours before, you know, just to be prepared. I waited a lot, waited a lot. And then I must have buses park outside. I was like, okay, I think this is it. It's, it's now showtime. So from that point I went on, I guess began to just click, you know, just all my photos from there. I got to learn different angles, learn different edits, learn different, you know, viewpoints, learn different, you know, ways to capture these guys walking and all that. So, you know, along along with the, the beginning, too, I would travel to like New York where I would see this this one famous guy named um, Richard, who is known as the Apple Bond on Instagram. Who works, you know, he captures not just NBA players, but celebrities. So like Kim K, um uh guys like um John Legend, all those like you know, high profile people. And so I'd see his stuff and then in, in New York and you know, other So I think it kinda of inspired me to do more of that too. So I went to New York like once to capture the Pacers when I came to Brooklyn. And Pacers, you know, aren't a team that people really talk about here and there, but for me, it's like you know, something that I can add to my portfolio. So Shot the Pacers, and I think from that moment on, I began to really, you know, become some, like, a guy that people began to knew, like, initially. I think the first part to ever show me love by reposting me was Tori Craig, who now plays for the Suns. But last year when I was on the Pacers, he, like, posted me, like, like on his actual, like, Instagram page. So that, for me, was amazing. Like, I was like, Wow. You know, like someone actually like sees my work and you know admires it and wants to like you know share it, put it out there. And so ever since that moment, I began to you know work harder and harder. like of course, it's humbling to see it. But I guess the more and more you kind of just see the growth, the more and more you want to like chase more of it. So um, and I think it was like my third week of doing it was when I got my first week fits uh, week fits a feature. I remember it was a photo of Jason Tatum out in Dallas um, where they came out and he was wearing this really cool fit, yellow jacket. He had basketball on his hand, on his Jordans, had his cool suitcase. And so I was like, yeah, this is a super good fit. Posted it on my page, didn't expect anything. And then got a DM from someone of the Week Fits uh, guys. And he's like, hey, bro, can you see this photo? Folks, wow. so sick. Oh, well, yeah, sure. And what did I know that it was uh, somebody from like, actual, like, slam leap. I was like, man, it's crazy. And then I saw the growth, saw everything I was growing up, blowing up and everything. It was crazy. Um, And then from there, I began to do more and more work with them. Um, And last year, too, my goal was, to be honest, was to hit all three teams. You know, even though not everybody dresses like the best, I still want to at least, like, have some sort of, like, a network or a connection with some of these guys. It could be rookies, could be older guys, could be all-stars, anybody, you know? So... My whole thing last year was just kind of, like, get my feet wet and everything, understand everything, also grow. So, look, actually, with players, uh, with, with their agents, with their stylists, with team media people. There's so many different individuals uh, out there. And so I was really happy. And I think it was one point where I got a photo of Shay. It was a photo of him walking out of the hotel, and he was wearing Drake's new... Um, Nike shoes, those, I remember the name, but I think they're the hot steps, those ones. So it's coming, came out like last, like early this year. And so I took a photo of him walking out of that. And it turns out like the next day, Drake posted that, that, that photo of Shay walking out of fucking those shoes on his story. And I was just like, there's no way this happened. So, you know, that began to show me that, you know, this, this whole idea, this whole vision that I have, you know, is endless and it could go anywhere like you just never know where it will take you and so you know along and on, I began to make country with players to the points where it's like players that I've admired for so many years in terms of passion and other you know like their swag and all that so I think it was when I began to work with the jazz because for the Utah Jazz you know there's a guy named Jordan Clarkson who's literally like killing it with, with the fashion stuff you know in the fashion world and plus you know he's, he's a good player too and I've been singing mm-hmm. stuff for so many years and then the fact that I was able to like take vote him where he posted on his page and also followed me for me that was just like there's no way this has happened, but it's so humbling to like see it too it's like you know these guys appreciate the work that I do and see the hard work and you know me being at the hot hotels for like two hours three hours in the cold or in, in the dark whatever. you know it's just kind of shows that you know they really mess with the vision, mess with the, with the style and all. So, yeah, over time, I began to build connections to the point where, like, after season ended, playoffs ended. Um, I got to – also also before that, too, I like, began to travel with other cities, like, for, for playoffs. I was in like, Miami to do, like, a, a 6 and shoot when they played the uh, Sixers in the playoffs or, like, went out to um, Houston a couple of times to shoot certain teams like the Suns. Um, and then summer came around. That's when players like Jerry Vanderbilt hit me up to do the shoes workout, which, you know, for me, I've never shot a workout in my life, but I still wanted to try it out. You know, just, I would see how it works. And so I did that and it was great. You know, it was so much fun. You just try that out. And then came summer league. Somebody goes, you know what? Let me see what happens. Because, you know, over there, it's more flexible. People don't really ask for too much. And then over there, I did mostly, like, actual game shots. Because I thought I was going to do, like, you know, pop-ups and fits and all. But I actually, like, shot, like, full-on games. I was like, this is actually insane. And then, like, I feel like I just kind of got it, like, like, on the, like, on the first try. I'm like, you know, I figure, figure it out. Because so, I had a lot of people that I would talk to, like, would help me out. I would like, kind of, like, look looked at inspiration. And so I guess like it all came in to play pretty well. And then, you know, down the other one came Fashion Week this year where um, I was asked by Gary Vanderbilt to, you know, come out with him to New York to kind of capture his whole trip there from, like, his workouts to his um fashion shows, to his um you know random moments that we, that we had. He's captured all those moments throughout the, throughout the month and or the month a week, but like, and we did that. And so that was for him and him too, like he was always asking me, hey bro, what photo should I post, post first? Or like which photo, which capture should I post with this photo, or like what song should I post with this photo? So it's like these guys began to respect, you know, everything beyond just the, you know, the the, the camera work. It's you know they wanna see everything else, the whole crazy side of me. So that's when you to kind of fully see everything and, you know, for what it is and kind of just appreciate and be humble about, you know, how far we came. And if you asked me, like, last summer before I started, if you asked me that I'll be doing this now, I would just laugh at you and tell me yes you're joking. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much just the very thing that's been happening in the past year and how I got here and what's been going on. Nope.
2: So for people that don't, you know, of course, getting access to these players, you know, people mostly just kind of follow their lives through social media or what they, you know, disclose on game day um on tv whether that be tnt nbc whatever so being that you actually get to have this access exactly like how you were just saying you just went on the trip and documented everything um how has that been just kind of seeing you know who they are but you know beyond the sport just you know their interactions with their families or you know when they're on facetime with their friends or whatever that looks like how has that been to kind of just i guess you could say just see them in another light
1: yeah that's been cool because also one thing too is that people see you know these players as like more than you know anything like they see them as like really like you know hyper about people but at the end of the day like just like being around them they're just like people like us you know like if you think about it you know they're just people that work hard and that's anybody here like you know it could be me it could be you all of us you know we're just people that work hard but you know for them it's like nba comes with you know fame comes with, with everything else with, with the hard work so it's like you know we're all just human at the end of have something so in front of me too it's like I feel like before I used Super Star like, but now it's just like, for me, it's like, you know what, I'm kind of in the same realm in a way where I work so hard to be, get where I am now. Same way they have been, you know, putting so much time each day, all the reps, all the workouts, all the various um games they had, all the, all, all that, you know, it all comes into one. And so, I, I mean, for us too, like, we all have, have a similar story in a way where, you know, we came from nothing to building up things ourselves and working so hard. So... I mean, just seeing them in person, you know, it's it's, it's, it's a tumbling because, you know, you don't really see these things like beyond, you know, the court, so, like, you know, characteristics, you know, things they like to do, what they eat, what they like, you know, it's just like their personalities is like something that people should always realize that, you know, they aren't just, you know, these big name individuals or like celebrities or whatever, they're all humans too.
0: So, I mean, it's it's crazy just listening to your story. And I mean, you just explained to us, I mean, you you literally started off by just posting up outside of a hotel hoping that you know all right maybe in a couple of hours these guys will come out shot you know take a few pictures and now you go on your instagram and you you take pictures of odell beckham kevin durant you know 504 and you're at fashion week you know in new york fashion week like what has that been like for you to in the last year be able to go from like staying outside of a hotel hoping you can you know take a few photos to now you have access to some of the most famous people you know in the world, not only in basketball but just in football and other sports as well. No,
1: it's it's been cool. I like guess shows you,
0: you know, the product of all the hard work and effort I put. Cause to be honest,
1: like it was not easy to get to this level. Like I would have like long hours. Like I would, cause even with my normal job too. I'd like, be just doing this, and then from there go into you know the NBA stuff, and so that makes me like, work like twelve hours a day. Think about it. And, you know, with that, it's always editing that happens, you know, so with that, with less sleep and also um, you know, it's all started from that, you know, sh- the effort that can- comes, you know, you will see the results in the most, un, you know, the most unexpected ways, to be honest, if that makes sense. Because so like, you know, I didn't expect me myself to, like, be asked to take a photo of Vivio out in that bashly Like, I was out there, and then people at the show were like, oh, hey, look, we this guy coming right there. Can you follow him when, when he walks out? i like, yeah, sure, I'll go. And so I did that. And then from there, it's like I got access to more people. So while I was there, players would, you know, talk to me about things, they might hit me up, go, hey, you know, if if I ever have something during offseason or also all star weekend or whatever, you know, I'll I'll message you. So, you know, it's just like slow and it's a slow steady um, process for me. You just can't get there. But you know, I put in a lot of work to even try it. So but also then they, you know, they all see the process, they all see that these players that they know mess with me. That they, and from there, it kind of just kind of began to really just build that trust, too.
2: I know you had mentioned about, you know, Drake reposting your picture and just other guys um, reposting the pictures on their own page. And then also um, League Fizz initially reaching out. So are there any other moments where you kind of just, you know, where that notification comes through and you're just kind of staring at your phone like, wow, I never thought, you know, X, Y, and Z would happen other than, you know, those few moments that you kind of touched on already?
1: Yeah, I have very random moments where I have, like, player DM me or, like, a player follow me. I'm just like, where did this come from? Like, like what did I do, you know? Like, i get kind of, like, so confused, but then I realized that, you know, maybe I might have shot their teammates or I might have met them at a, at a at an exit or, you know, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, like, for me, like, it's, it's – it's I think it's also, like, so humbling, too. It's like, you know, people just truly see you for, you know, what, what you do and they appreciate all the work that I do. And so that makes me want to work more hard and to learn more, you know, because, you know, not, like now I don't always take photos too. Like now I do a little bit of like some like animated videos that I create, you know, little you know, things like that where I kind of like expand what I do, but, you know, do it at a better level where, you know, like haters to more. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's always nice to see those reposts, especially when they're unexpected or likes. So especially when they're from your favorite players or people that you really like respect. Like the other day I, I had a deep look like that came up out of nowhere. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sick.
0: So, um, so take us back. Like if you had to talk, like if you had to, you know, if somebody asked you, right, like Amar, what was your first big break? Like if you had to pinpoint one thing that was like, all right, you know, this happened and really catapulted me to where I am now. Like, what would that, like, what was that moment for you? And then what were your emotions like when you got that opportunity and like, dang, like, you know, I'm, I really made it. Like, I'm really here.
1: I honestly say the first day when I walk into the bachelor week to be honest. Cause I think to be honest, I, I like I expected me to just, you know, walk around with Jira and two shows and stick like both of him only, you know, just be around him and nobody else was really truly really there. You know, maybe I might have like ran to like a guy or two at some like store or whatever. But when we walked in the first show I went to, I was literally in this in this like in the same like, you know, three feet of uh, bubble as Harden, Kyrie and um like Royce O'Neal so like all these guys that I just like would cease for so many years you know big name people like guys that are all-stars MVPs champions all that like in the same room I was like like where am I you know because there's no way like this feels real and then from there I just began to kind of understand you know this is kind of the product of of, of all the all the work that really goes in so you know maybe you know I, I, I did deserve to be in this room you know like I said to like I also, like, have a story where I, you know, worked as hard as these guys did, like, in my own craft, you know, I may have been a hooper, but, you know, in terms of being creative and, you know, some of that's in this whole space, like, I put in, like, a lot, so it's like that, I kind of just felt like, you know, from there. i like, you know what, you know, let me just keep on working, keep on going around this, while also, like, you know, staying humble and being happy that this is a process that's I'm, I'm achieving.
2: Kind of going off of what you said earlier um, about how, you know, once <laughs> you start getting access to these players, you start to realize, you know, they're just as much of a regular person as you are. What are some things that you do to kind of make sure that you're still staying authentic in these different spaces? Because I know a lot of times, you know, when people might feel like either they don't belong or, you know, when they never really imagine themselves in certain situations, it's kind of easy to, I guess you could say, lose yourself a bit. So what are some things that you kind of do to make sure that you're still showing up as like an authentic version of you when you're around all these high profile people? I know you kind of touched on, you know, telling yourself i work as hard as x person but just some things that you you know it's easy to lose yourself in those big time environments so what are kind of some things that you do to you know kind of stay connected to who you are
1: yeah so one thing to say too is that i'm not like the most lost person in the room either like i feel like i'm I'm, I'm very introverted a lot of times i think that kind of helps me out in ways where i don't like you know do too much or say too much but also kind of just like understanding who these guys are like kind of like having like not having, but doing a little bit of like homework before knowing, like, you know, like, you know, personalities, what they like, what they do And from so there, kind of like building off and seeing, like, you know, how you guys can kind of connect in that way. So, for example, you know, me me and Jared, uh, your Van like, you know, there are certain things that we like, but we both like, you know, like, or things that we have in common, like, we know certain people that are very similar. Um, and so we kind of discuss about those people, talk about, you know, certain topics that kind of where we can align in ways, but also, you know, as I was there too, I was kind of, told you, like I was kind of like being like his like social media manager in a way, like not fully, but like in a way of kind of helping him out, guiding him with that process. So it's like, you know, you, at the end of the day, like we all have a like, job there too. You know, like, I know that we're here just, you know, like casually and all, but it's also there for, for like, you know, to like build something. And for me, like building something is building a network, building a connection with these guys too. So I, said, no, I think that having that idea in my head is like always going to like keep me like grounded because, you know, my goal is to like, be somebody that these guys can go to. Be someone that these guys can like look. You know, if they want something that they, you know, okay, you know what? Let me hit up on Mar real quick if I want this or that. So I just guess just the thing about you know that the end goal and you know, be professional with them is what you know showcases beyond it. Like knowing that I have, you know, things that I want to do beyond just photos with them. So,
0: so obviously you've, you've put in a tremendous amount of work to get to where you are today, and, and you mentioned that. What advice would you give to the next person who's trying to come up and, you know, be an NBA photographer, you know, shoot these players, have access uh, to these players like you do, shoot a New York Fashion Week, you know what I'm saying? Be three feet away from Harden and Kyrie and and things like that. What advice would you have uh, to the next person coming up that, you know, aspires to be in this space?
1: Other person, is just to have your own style because I feel like it's very easy to like see something and kind of just like copy that style and then from there, like you know, it it won't always like look the best. And that's something that I always did, meant to to myself too. Is that you know I create my own little, little like look, my own feel, my own you know point of view, my own like you know um uh, like attack like 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 attack mode. So my own offense in a way. So like making my own offense is like you know that's what really kind of made me shine in a way. It made me look you know made, made me you know kind of stand out. Where it's like the way that I take photos is that like my whole idea is that I want to you know tell a story with these photos. You know the way that I'm making my photos look it's like is that if something's happening. Now, i just a photo of a guy walking, but like you know why is he walking? Like what like what is the outfit you know telling the story of? Or like what is going on there, like in this photo that's going you know that's that it's like really depicting. So, you know, you want to have your own identity is the biggest thing uh, because that's how you will stand out. And that's how these guys will like, you know, see you for who you are and kind of begin to understand and then begin to appreciate the work you do. Like, you know, even like with fashion too, like people can see that, oh, this guy just like this, let's this. So it's like, no one's going to know that. But if you dress in a unique way, then you'll get all the heads, all the eyes, all the uh publicity, all that. So it's like, you want to be able to create your, your own uh. Yeah, you, know, you, you just be yourself. You know that's that's another thing, because it's so easy to get lost and kind of just like you know try to follow someone's path, but you know everybody is different. So that's when he really shows that you know you're your own person, and everything else kind of gets built in from there. So I think that's the core value to have.
2: So being that, you know, a lot of these events are not necessarily like where you're, well, I guess I should ask, well, first, like, where's your I guess your home station? And then when it comes to getting to all these events that, you know, are all over the U.S., how do you kind of manage that while also being with IBM?
1: Yeah, I think the one good thing about my work right now is that it's remote. So it makes it easy to, you know, not to like, go anywhere if I want to travel. And most of these, most of the things that you guys do is tends to be like, you know, later in the day or evening night or whatever. So I'm always able to allocate good time for that um, for the most part.
0: Who are who are some of the photographers that you look up to or that inspire you uh, in this space of, you know, NBA photography or even if not an NBA photographer? Who are some you know photographers in the game who you look up to or who you draw inspiration from? Yeah, so,
1: I mean, I'd say the first person that I mentioned to when I was talking to my, my story initially was a guy named Richard Hapapon, He's based out of the East Coast, mostly New York, and he's the one that kind of started this whole, um like, street and big exit photography thing, where, you know, he kind of gets, like, stand out hotels and take photos of these guys where, you know, it kind of blew up in a way where, like, these players would, you know, appreciate that work. And that he had a unique style as well, where it's, like, you know, he has that more editorial look and feel where it's, like, very different, and so I kind of drew a lot of inspiration from him. And even today too, like like we like we text here and there, and kinda of, and he helps me with different things, you know, some, like certain like you know, angles to capture or like camera settings or like even helps me with like um talking to some players. too so, like, like he would like, like text these guys and be like, hey, you know, there's a guy out here at the Higher Hotel, you know, to try to look out for him. And so like he would help me on that sense. Um and then I think another guy that I really do appreciate is one guy that I've been following for many years, is his handle is creations but um of LA, or I think of LA or by LA, but he does a lot of like, you know, fashion and celebrity little Porsches. And so it's his his style is very different in a way, but it's not just like, you know, full on guys walking, you know, it's it like an artistic take on it. Plus, while he works with brands like Fendi, LV, U Balance, so he's kind of been in, in the industry for a while. And I guess see that's something that I want to like truly do as well. So, which, you know, I've, I've been lucky. Like my last project that I had, I don't you know my story too. Was a, I was a, I was with the Thunder. I was so I was with Shay and a bunch of other guys, and I was working with Celine, like the 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 designer brand. So I was with them at the store taking photos for, for for that store, and I was like kind of just seeing that. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what? I made think about the way, uh, creations of 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 L A has done it, and so kind of seeing the way that they had so the experience, and then from there, kind of like, use use his um, you know. Methods and his whole story, all that for in my, in my own sense, you know. So I think those two are the main guys. Of course, in terms of like NBA shots and all, there's always you know the NBA photographers that I'm cool with. Like there's guys from the Heat, there's a guy from the Rockets, there's guys from the Lakers, from the Raptors. I guess seeing their different look and feel, it's like kind of just you know inspires me to like you know just like how to capture these moments because you know not every fo- a photo, photo, photos always
0: a story behind it. Yeah, shout out to the Blonde. I've seen his uh pictures on Instagram a bunch because uh, I went to Putnam Science Academy in Connecticut and uh, yeah. we were recruiting a kid by the name of David Duke, who's from Providence. Um, yeah, from that's my guy. Yeah, he ended up going uh, to Cushing Academy, which is another NEPSA school. Should have came to PSA. So, David, if you're watching this, you should have came to PSA, but you know it's all good. Um, and obviously he's with the Brooklyn Nets now. So I see a bunch of his uh, photos are, are, taken, are taken by Richard. So I was on his page like, dang, like, his stuff is super fire. So definitely shout out to yeah. him. He does good work, for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah Luke's another guy that I met out uh, Fashion Week. It was like, he's definitely down to He's a cool guy, too. And I from thing about him, too, is like, I've been, like, admiring his game and everything, like, before he met him, too. So it's been kind of cool to see that. me and him now in the same room. Even like when we were, and we we came to Dallas too, like we we, spoke, like we were talking like post game for a bit as well. So, yeah, get to know each other more.
0: Sure.
2: So, with you know, right now, you're more so able to move and do what you want and more of a freelance capacity. So, would you be interested in being kind of like, I guess you could say, a part of a team's media team, or do you kind of like the freedom of being able to, you know, shoot? this team one day and shoot another team another day? Because I know once you are part of a team media te- uh actual internal media team, you know, you, they kind of have to become your priority. So do you kind of like being able to move around and doing whatever as a freelancer or would you prefer more consistency and being a part of an internal media team?
1: Uh You know, I've always thought about, you know, work for a team, but uh, at the end of the day, I think we can, after seen the way everything shifted for me, especially everything, I just think this way to go to be honest, because, you know, I want to have my own free- uh, flexibility. I want to have my own freedom to do whatever, shoot whoever, work with whoever. So it's like, you know, I feel like it's very limiting in a way where I can't fully expand. Like, even though, like, you know, all, all these guys are doing so like, amazing job too. But, you know, I also want to be able to, like, kind of reach out and work with everybody that I can. Not just, you know, kind of stick to one guy. But, you know, I- I'm also being able to kind of, like, to, like, kind of with players, especially in Dallas, like, you know, for, for the guys, with the Mavericks. Because, like, what I would do is that when I would shoot the games, I would also shoot them as well. even though like for me, it's weird to kind of think about, cause like, I feel like I'm the only guy at, at the end that shoots the other teams, <laughs> which sounds really bad, but I mean, you know, I, cause I, but like, I also did do capture images of like the other guys, like on the Dallas team as well. So from there, it's like, I kind of have, you know, in a way I'm pretty much a Dallas photographer, you know, like shooting the Mavericks in a way where it's like, you know, I'm still capturing them, but not like on the team where it's a contract or whatever, or like actual job. So, <laughs> Without being a freelancer, you kind of can do pretty much anything and everything. So
0: yeah. So um you just brought up um the 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 gig with the thunder and when you were shooting the the Celine um the, the Celine campaign. So I wanted to ask like has the opportunity like that come up? You know, where you're you know if you go on Instagram, you see like you're like traveling with the guys, like are you when, when things like that happen, are you hired by the Thunder? There's a are you like were you working with a specific player? Like how do those opportunities come up? And then, you know, with that, are you, like, traveling with the team? Like, um, just kind of what does a typical opportunity like that look like and how does that come about?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd say for, like, some of the travel stuff, like, especially this season especially, um, it kind of be with weak bits because right now I'm kind of, like, like working with them. So, within that, you know, they're, of course, you know, they're able to kind of, like, help me out in terms of getting places and um, getting with certain players and certain, like, team team members and all and agents, stylists, and all that so uh that's kind of been the case for it now um and then in regards to like i mean things are in dallas like it's home so for me like it's not like a big drive that i'm you know, driving like an hour away. And, like literally the sewing store for me it was like 16, 16 minutes away so it was, it was it was a quick drive to get there and so uh and even for the opportunity too that kind of happened just within me connecting with people that know you know the the brands or the stores or the or the shopping centers and all and then from there you know they kind of allowed me to do that and my next thing that i'm trying to work with is really creating a whole shopping experience for these players because i know you know these players when they come to, to in the town they won't have as much time as the thunder did last week where you know they were able to go like full-on shopping maybe it could be like a, like a quick like day trip to downtown to play the mavericks and so my goal is to kind of like also help these guys in terms of ways of like, you know, in making their experience like in the city well like good. So, you know, not just like for photos, but also it's like for shopping for fashion. Cause I know, you know like I guys are like young, um, and you know, they want to be able to like look good for pregame. And so it's like, you know, how are ways that I can cater to helping them in ways of fashion, get like kind of seeing the way seeing how things were placed for them and fashionally, because mm-hmm. I was seeing, you know. There were to get access to stores post like post hours or, you know, having private experience. And then from there, I began to reach out to local like vintage stores or local boutiques in Dallas. And from there, I'm like, Hey, you know, what if we have a pop up at the hotel, you know, where players can come down for a few hours shop and then go back up and maybe you can wear really their fit the next day, they can tag you. And from there that helps your business out. So it's like things like that I think about in a way where it's like, I guess helping me, but also helping these local companies, local brands, small brands, brands from Instagram, like, you know, people that have, like, a dream of getting far in fashion. Like, you know, maybe all they need is, like, one fit pic of a player wearing their 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 pants, their shirts, their hats, whatever. So it's, like, now I think a lot more than just think photos of players. So now I'm, like, you know, how can I build the, this, 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 like, bond with them beyond just being a guy that takes photos of them, you know? I could be a guy that helps them out with all of things, helping them out with what, with, with, in a way, like I'm kind of pretty much like being, being like a, a manager or like a plug, as some people say. So, you know, I've always like Dawson Golden. I'm trying to do that uh, as well, especially for next week when the Knicks come into town. You know, I have always like like three, four guys come by. You know, if they want to go yard, we'll have the go yard throw open up for like two hours, post hours. So anything they want, you know, just trying to help them out make much better in Dallas. Cool. So-
2: so just for clarity, Dallas is home based for you.
1: Yeah. Born and raised out yourselves. here, so I live here.
2: So how would you kind of describe the fashion scene in Dallas? Um, I know, you know, I've been there a couple of times, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's um a certain brand that everyone wears the most. But you know how like every city kind of has their own, I guess you could say, trend or their own hometown flair. So like how would you describe the fashion scene in Dallas?
1: I mean, right now, there isn't much to really be seen. Like, I know Dallas, in a way, it is a bit, you know, I'd say the whole vibe like, from Dallas is that more of that, like, up-tempo, like, a little classy look to it. Because I know Dallas itself doesn't have a like, full-on culture just yet. Like, compared to, like, Houston, Houston's, like, a bigger city. So Houston's, like, you know, more, you know, open, more rowdy, all that. So like, you can kind of see that. But in yeah, Dallas, it's like, you know, what do we have? And so... I guess with me, with this whole like you know shopping experience, goal that I have is like you know that itself can truly like make the Dallas fashion seem good, and these guys will be looking forward to you know Dallas as you know a hub for fashion for clothing. If if I can make this like like a full on, like a like full thing happen and become like an actual thing, like you know these guys will like you know be talking about with other teammates, other players, other uh, personnel, everybody. So it's like what I'm trying to do is like you know build Dallas on a, on the map and you know help them grow in terms of way you know. And more than just the city where, you know, you just stop and play, you know. Because at times like, it gets annoying when you see guys where come out of the hotel where we're going bring like a tech piece or a track suit because it's like, you know, come on, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Please always have something.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, so I got a couple rapid-fire questions for you, quick hitters, just to get, uh you know, get your take on a couple of things. Uh, The first one is going to be uh, favorite favorite player to shoot.
1: Jordan Clarkson and Shea. Mm,
0: okay, okay. Uh, favorite photo you've ever taken?
1: Uh, let's one <laughs> Honestly, I have... To be honest, I, I'm going to say the, t- the photo of Tatum. That, took, that got me you know, like, into this whole like space. I think that for me, that blew up. Or, actually know, that and the photo of Tori Craig when he first posted me, because I think that's what really, like, me into this position
0: that I right now okay okay uh best dressed nba player oh i mean it's kind of a similar, similar
1: thing to be honest i think deep look because for him like even though it's simple like th- that tells a lot plus it's plus it's, it's amazing to, to work with this house like this the way that he creates this whole story about it too
0: Okay, okay. And uh last rapid fire one, uh favorite moment of your photography career thus far?
1: Fashion week, easily.
0: Mm. <laughs> nice, nice, I love it.
2: So I would just kind of just circle back to Shay for a second, because I know his outfits, he's definitely not on the minimalist side. You know how a lot of people, they like to switch it up. Like sometimes yeah. the whole minimalistic look or the whole, you know, one color, you know, type of thing. But like with him, it's, there's a detail in literally every part of the fit. So as a photographer, you know, of course you can just take a simple full body pick, but as a photographer, how do you kind of ensure that you're, I guess you could say doing the outfit justice. Well, yeah, I
1: mean, to be honest, like, one thing too is like, you know, you also want to like do your homework before knowing, like, you know, what each guy is going to like, like the person itself. For example, like, I prepare a lot mentally for like a Shea or, or a Clarkson or a Deep Book or D'Angelo Russell because I know, like, their style and like how, how, whole vibe is it from them? like, oh, you know what? I'm sure they're going to have a lot of colors, So make sure that edit it. isn't like too crazy or just, you know, making the tones kind of d- d- dissipate and all that and all that. So, um, and you know, just things, so especially like working with them, like we're on face to face, because you know, even in Vegas for summer league, I was working with a pop up for Son and Bennett, uh, which is a brand brand by Patrick Christopher. Uh, and Shay was one of the, like the special guests that came into the store and did, like a private one um, on spree, and from that was kind of seeing the way close up everything, all the details, like his jeans, the print on like on his shirts, like the way he ties his shoes, like all the small things, like you know, come into one. So. You know, you kind of just want to have to kind of just kind of understand these players, like, you know, kind of figure out like it you all know, beforehand. Cause, you know, you, like you can do it on the spot, but, you know, it, it might mess up. So it's more of so kind of understanding it from, from an urban perspective.
0: Now, not everybody has the max nice contract, you know, like Shea or, you know, the big bad to really, you know, pull on these crazy outfits and stuff like that. So, like, what are some innovative ways that, like, guys who don't got a crazy amount of money, can make a fit look really good?
1: I mean, it's more so just like, you know, of course there's like the proportions. I think that's the biggest thing is like, you know, don't want to have something that's like too tight on top and too baggy in the bottom or like, you know, the right look and feel. Or one thing too is like the right details and colors because, you know, especially the rookies now too. Like, for example, I, one of the rookies i work worked with on the Thunder was Joe Williams. You know, like he doesn't have that fashion or anything, but like, you know, he's, like, still wearing wearing stuff that, like, looks good, you know, like, it's, like, well put together, like, I think one time I shot him at Houston, he wore a New Jersey Devils, I think it's the hockey team name, like, an old vintage hockey jersey for them, a pair of uh, denim tears jeans, you know, like, with a with little white wreath on there, and a pair of, like, white shoes, so it's, like, not the most, like, pot like, you know, crazy fit, but it's still, like, we works together, so it's, like, more so, like, like all the colors and all the details, you know, like need to look Venus together. Like, you know, can't have something like that's like too much on top, too much on bottom, or you know, that's gonna be, be like a little, a little too crazy, but it's like
0: there's all different
1: things to carry out to, so you know, fit, material, details, all that.
0: Yeah, who was that you said that, that that did that, the young guy?
1: Jalen Williams?
0: Oh yeah, from OKC. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah J dubs Yeah, who are some other young guys that you feel like are are, are swaggy? Uh, of course, David's always up there, man. He's 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 killing it. You said who? Uh, D- David Duke. Oh yeah, 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 he, yeah, for sure, for sure, very swaggy. Um, he's killing it. I know this guy, like like
1: no, um, Josh Richards is doing a crazy a crazy job too, on, on the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Shay's cousin, Nikhil Alexander Walker, is always killing it too. Like I know he's not the, like as loud as Shay is, but like you know. He's a little subtle, but you know has a little fashion here there. But like, he like so he still kills it. Yeah. Um, trying think who else? Has, uh, this guy on the Mavericks, name uh Josh Green. Yep. You know he like young guy, but he you know he so he knows how how to put stuff together. A lot of different people now, you know, that begin to get into step, step into this. Now that I mentioned too, too, like you know, people are not wearing suits
0: anymore. Now they're like doing whatever. So, that's dope, man. Yeah. Um. Now, this, is, this has been dope, man. And uh, last question I want to ask you, man, before we before we end the podcast, we always ask our guests, um, you know, who was one person that, you know, you think we should have on the show. Uh, but whoever you say, you got to help us get them on there. So I know you like you mentioned, you got a bunch of you know photographer folks, friends, who is the people that you think is doing some dope work that, uh, that we should have on here as well?
1: Definitely want to get Richard on their show, to be honest. because I know he did a podcast with Weak Bits in the past, and I feel like he has a lot of stories to tell, because that man is literally, like, a human I can of a Red Bull. Like, he like he goes crazy. And it's <laughs> like, uh, Richard?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 for sure.
1: for sure. Yeah, I think he should definitely be one of the guys to really, you know, understand to story, because, you know, not only does he does NBA, but also he does, like, like a celebrity, so it's, like, he kind of does everything, and then he's, like, book actually these people as well, so... Kind of seeing that, I kind of like I feel like he has the most in- influence, especially people like me, to you know go like to be great. And so I'd say try getting him on the show, amazing. And athletes too, you know, I kind of have a, like a little roster of guys like you definitely try to hit up.
0: All right, for sure, man. Well, shoot, after this, man, we definitely gonna be in touch so we can get that done, man. Because like I said, you know, we wanna, you know, a big thing about you know my that I take pride in what's in your bag. Um, is trying to have people out here that aren't just a basketball player whether you're a stylist a designer a photographer uh, we, we really want to showcase people who are who are doing that thing off the court as well and because you know even for me from a players perspective it's like we wouldn't be able yeah. to do what we yeah. do without you know guys like yourself uh, capturing those moments man and, and, and making them you know go viral and things like that so definitely want to give a shout out to you um like I said man you you definitely somebody who I think a lot of people can learn from um, I mean, I think that's really a gem, you know, the fact that you literally stood outside of a hotel for five hours to take pictures of of, of a team. And, you know, from there, you know, we were able to get your break. And I think that a lot of people can take something from that, you know, um, just being able to just go get it. You know, don't wait for a handout. Just go get it and go do it, you know. So uh, yeah. definitely, definitely want to thank you for coming on, man. It's, it's been dope. And, you know, we'll definitely keep in contact going forward, man, because I'm excited to follow your career and uh, see where it goes, man. But um, any last words? Man, no, I appreciate it, everybody.
1: You know, appreciate you both giving me on the show. appreciate you telling me my, my story and all that. You know, it's been an honor, you know, happy to help out anybody I can, you know, who wants to do some more, yes, some, more, you know, some more goals and all. Yes, sir, man. We're going to have to get you
0: back on in a couple of years, man. You know, once you, once you you know, you uh, <laughs> go to the the, the, the the one year in and then the, you know, five years in when you, you're the most most lip photographer in the yeah, game. Yeah. So um, for everybody listening, I'm going to you Make sure you throw him a follow. Um, at Ammar Mutani it's Just is this your name, right? On on the gram. Yeah.
1: What? Yes, simple and easy.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amar Mutani on Instagram. Check him out on League Fits. Uh, we're gonna be back next week, folks. Another episode of What's in Your Bag. Till next time, folks. Peace out. This has been another episode of the What's in Your Bag podcast, presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe.